Welcome to the Good News Mama podcast, a place to get in touch with other mamas, share the load, and know the Lord. Here we aim to lift each other up in the good news of Jesus and the laughter that comes with motherhood. We are a community of mamas just trying to keep the main thing the main thing. I'm your host, Lynn Carter, and each time you tune in, I pray you are encouraged and that you leave challenged and breathe a sigh of relief that you are understood. We were not meant to do life alone, Mama. Thanks for joining in. Let's do this and let's share the good news. All right, ladies, I'm just going to roll with it because this is going to be good. You need this. Trust me. You need this. I need this. Last week, we talked about identity in Christ. We talked about knowing who we are because we know who Christ is and he tells us who we are and gives us our identity. In the Facebook group, I did a Facebook Live. I challenged you guys in a call to action to write down who you are and list like the nouns of who you are, the verbs of who you are, what you're doing, and then like the adjective describing yourself who you are. And I challenged you to let go of all the negative beliefs and limiting beliefs and the things that other people put on you that are not true, but you've believed it for so long just because somebody told it to you one time a long time ago and it stuck. And I'm giving you permission to erase that to kick it to the curb, to can it. And I asked you in the Facebook group to comment below what are things that you've been believing about yourself and your identity that have got to go. So with that in mind, it kind of led me to the next thought or topic that I know you guys need to hear. It's not a fan favorite because it makes people uncomfortable. So (laughs) I'm going to do my best to try to empower you and teach you why this is so important. So what we're going to talk about today is being confrontational. Now, just saying that has probably caused some of you to hold your breath and like, oh my gosh, what is she going to say? Well, being confrontational, number one, is not a bad thing. Being confrontational does not mean that you're a bad person. It does not mean that you're high maintenance. It does not mean that you're hard to get along with. It does not mean that you're wishing ill upon anyone. It does not mean you don't want to be anybody's friend. It is merely confronting something that you do not agree with. And the reason you have to do this is because you have to be able to stand your ground for things that matter. Okay, so a lot of you right now, you're doing a job you don't want to be doing. You are parenting in a way that you don't want to be parenting. I'm guilty of that, too. I despise that I yell at my kids sometimes when they're just trying to please me and uh, it just makes me so frustrated at myself. But it makes me operate from a place that I don't like when I cannot stand for what I believe in. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because I listened to a well part of an audio book. Um, I think it was, oh gosh, I'll have to look it up and share it in the link. But I wrote down six things that made me laugh because it was talking about people that, um, lack, it made me think of like people that lack the ability to confront somebody else. And it's because (laughs) number one, you don't want to embarrass them. You're concerned that you're going to embarrass that person. Like how many times has somebody said something to you that's been offensive and you've just been like, uh, number one in shock. Did they really just say that? And you just freeze. Okay. Or you're not really sure what to say because you don't want to embarrass them. Like, 
hello, they're the one that was in the wrong. Like it's okay to speak up for what you believe in and to say what you're thinking. I feel like in today's culture, you're immediately shamed if you say what you're thinking, because if it's not something that somebody else thinks, they're going to bash you for it. I mean, anybody has the ability to stand on their soapbox and speak from whatever platform they want to on social media. And nobody wants to be harped on for just being truthful about what they think or what they believe. So number one, you don't want to embarrass them that's one of the reasons why you lack confrontation. Number two, you run in the opposite direction from confrontation. You will do anything to stay away from it. It just makes you feel sick. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to throw up in my mouth a little bit if she challenges me to confront somebody on this issue. But just hang with me because the point of all this is to give you the tools and the ability to stand for what you believe in. So some people run in the opposite direction. Some people straight up freeze, like as in you are deer in the headlights. You just don't know which way to go. Um, Some people will avoid confrontation and just talk about the weather or just go blank completely. Or some of you might even burst into tears the moment that like the person's out of earshot because you didn't want to confront them about anything, but it's so upset you. Okay. And that's not okay. It's confrontation does not have to be a bad thing. I feel like when you know who you are, and this is why it ties into the identity thing we talked about last week, when you know who you are, it becomes so much easier to operate out of those beliefs. And when something comes against you that you don't stand for, or that you know Christ doesn't stand for, you don't have to blink. You don't have to bat an eye. You can just say out of truth, I don't like that. That's not right. And you can leave it at that. You don't have to have an explanation. You don't have to try to win somebody over. I feel like that's part of it. It's like we think we've got to convince somebody else of our views. I feel like that happens all the time, especially with politics on Facebook. You can't just say how you feel and leave it at that. It's like you almost feel you have to convince somebody. And if you don't convince them, then you really didn't do your job. Well, that's not true. It's kind of like that with faith. We think that if we share our faith, it's our job to convert that person. Like anybody listening to this, I would be in the wrong to think that if you don't follow Christ, if you're not a Christian, if somebody just recommended this uh, podcast to you because you like some of the guests that come on or you enjoy the the camaraderie that we try to um, foster in the Facebook group, it's, it's not right for me to think that I need to convince you to believe a certain thing. That is not my job in sharing my faith. That is not your job in sharing your faith with somebody else. You are not somebody's savior. Jesus is the savior. God is the one that works that in their heart to believe and for them to be moved by the Holy Spirit and to have that faith and accept Christ. It's not something that you can do on your own power. Now, some people will say, well, then why am I witnessing in the first place? Oh my gosh, girl, because of what it does for you and for your faith. Every single time that you testify to God's goodness and God's faithfulness, it emboldens your faith. It builds you up. It reminds you of truth. I'm just getting chills saying this and speaking this because anytime that we speak truth into being, it resonates with us. It it, it lifts us up. It builds our own faith. So Know that you don't have to be somebody that you're not. Some of you listening to this, you're like, I am 100% shy. There's no way that I could ever confront somebody. Just even the word confronting is giving me anxiety right now. 
And that's okay. It, <laughs> I'm not here to try to change who you are. I'm not here to try to change what you believe. I'm trying to encourage you that sometimes we hype things up so much in our mind to make it be such a big deal that we don't even like start the process, which is kind of like this podcast. It took me forever to get this podcast started. It took me forever to go through, what is it, imposter syndrome, where you're like, oh, who am I to do this? Nobody's going to listen. This isn't going to matter. Why am I wasting my time on this? I don't know how to do all this tech stuff. I mean, I'm telling you all these limiting beliefs that I had when I started this podcast. And I had to literally remind myself that this is what God wants me to do, that he's called me to walk in obedience, that if I do this and if I trust in him, He will show me the way. He'll show me what to say. He'll bring the right people that need to hear this message. I don't need everybody to hear this message. I just need the people that need to hear it to hear this message. So if that's you, you're here for a reason. If that's your friend, share it with your friend. They need to hear it for a reason. We are our sister's keeper. We are here to encourage each other. We're here to to spur each other on in love and good deeds and in the right direction toward Christ. So please take this message as one of love, as one of... um, just encouragement and truth that you can and you should and you're able to stand up for what you believe in. So an example of that, okay. Hmm. Say that somebody tries to share something with your kids. This is a kind of an easy parenting thing, whatever. Um, okay, mother-in-law, for example. Hey, can I give... Brooks and Wade and Trent, um, this candy bar, da, 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 da. Um, I think they'd really love it. And it's not even time for a dessert yet. Like they haven't even had their supper, but it's right before. Hey, thank you so much for getting that for them. I know they're going to love that. I'd really like for them to eat their supper first, and then we can see if they behave to get that versus feeling like I have to say, well, yes, thank you for getting that. They can go ahead and have it. And then regretting it because now they're hyped up to the hilt. I've got to take them home. I've got to get them fed real food, which they won't eat because they've already had this candy bar. And I've got to get them bathed and in bed while they're on a sugar high. Like that's an example of a a small way to confront somebody, but not come off negative and, and to just kind of stand your ground. I didn't, it didn't have to be a no. It could just be a not right now sort of thing. Um, Another example of this, and this is just me like being 100% truthful. We have a family member that loves to give gifts. I mean, loves. And it's not like they're, they have to be expensive gifts. They can just be little knickknacky things, which honestly are not my favorite because they end up cluttered all over my bedroom floor. Like our kids don't even play with it in their room. They play with it in our room and then I just trip over it in the middle of the night. But it might light them up for five seconds and then they discard it. And so... An example of this would be I get these clothes constantly from a family member that loves to shower our kids with. She loves to go thrift store shopping. She loves to find all these fun things. That is great. I don't have it in my heart to tell her, you know, thank you so much, but we really don't need this. You know, it's not bothering me. I don't I don't feel like I have to be attached to the things that she brings in our home. And I've really worked on with our kids how not to become attached to things that things are things and they have their place. Um, to not give things so much power over us. Um, so when she brings clothes, sometimes they don't even fit. Sometimes I don't even like the look of them. Sometimes I know my kids are going to think that they're scratchy just because of the texture of them. And so I just gratefully and graciously say, thank you so much. I really appreciate you doing that. And when that person is gone, I'll go through that bag. I'll find out what will serve us, what is useful. And then the rest goes to goodwill, goes down the road. And it's not 
I don't have any ill feelings toward that person. That person doesn't think any less of me or that I'm ungrateful, which is a lot of what drives us, right? We don't want people to think that because we have a problem with something or because we want to draw the line that we're ungrateful for something. Um, and so I don't even have to deal with hurting that person's feelings or making myself wonder, oh my gosh, what does she think about me? You know, cause I know we all go through that thought cycle. And so in that situation, I just have the, the type of relationship where I just choose to say thank you and accept it and then deal with it and move on and, and not let that control me or have this guilt and this attachment. I guess I just, in a lot of ways, trying to give you permission to say, thank you. Thanks for the advice. Um, that's great. And move on from that. Like confrontation doesn't have to look like rubbing up against somebody, if that makes sense. Like in general, when we're confronting something, we're trying to put a stop to it. We're trying to change the direction of um, how that person uh, thinks toward, thinks about how we think and maybe just clarifying some of our defining values. But you don't even have to go that far. You don't have to be like super out of your comfort zone to do this. I'm just trying to give you some tools and some ideas to think Um, How do I make a stand, whether it's confronting someone directly or indirectly, which would those be the two examples that I gave. Now, sometimes you do have to put your foot down and you do have to make a statement that is not fun. And in those cases, I encourage you to do that anyway, that it's worth the cost. Um, I'm trying to think of an example with this. (sighs) God bless. I feel like it's always in my marriage because sometimes if I don't agree with something Ben says, I just feel like I don't want him to think that that's okay. So maybe in your marriage, if you have um, a situation where you're the one that goes along with things all the time and your spouse is the one that um, kind of takes control of the situation or leads and guides and stuff like that, whichever, however your marriage relationship works. So say in my example, Ben makes a comment to me, um, Okay, this happened the other night. He said to me, because he gets very stressed out about stuff around the house, which it's not a fun thing for me either. I don't like a lot of mess. But um, he's like looking at me saying, if these kids don't pick up these toys, um, I'm going to start bagging things up and, and getting rid of them. And I just looked at him like, okay, like, why are you telling that to me? Like, like you need to tell that to them. That to me was kind of a way of confronting him and being that I don't appreciate you directing that like resentment or anger toward me. Like if you feel that way, you need to talk to them about it. Like maybe he was asking me permission if that's okay in a roundabout way, but he shouldn't have to do that. He can have his own thoughts and opinions too. And he can, I, you know, I can make a stand in a, a, a way that's direct, but also um, makes the point, you know, without uh, breaking a relationship or damaging a relationship. And it's, I guess I'm just trying to get you to think about confrontation in a way that's not so like hold your breath. I can't breathe. This is too much because I know somebody listening to this is like, how, how in the world am I going to speak up when I cannot stand the spotlight turned on me? Like I'm not asking you guys in the middle of a staff meeting to stand up and just proclaim your stance and put your job on the line, you know, something like that. It doesn't have to be that way. I'm just saying, Think of maybe the top two or three areas in your life that are important to you and where you stand on those things. And then think about ways to create boundaries around those things. Think about ways to um, change your language 
when you're talking to somebody else about those things, like maybe you have a friend that's always a negative Nancy, they're always going to point out something bad, no matter what. There's a way that you can change the conversation without having to be like, gosh, do you always have to see the negative in every situation? You know, maybe you can say that to your friend, but maybe you choose to, to word it differently or change the subject or whatever in a way that sends a message to them like you're not having that. Does that make sense? I hope I'm not losing you guys, but I really felt like this was a great follow-up to your identity in Christ because so much of our identity can be disguised um, because we let other people define it. And when we do that, we're not happy with ourselves. We're miserable because we know it's not who we are. And we've let them define us instead of saying, no, I don't really think that, or I'm not really comfortable with that. Or, um, you know, you always make this um, assertion about something, but have you thought of it this way? Like it doesn't have to be a, a once and done thing. It can be an open-ended conversation to somebody to just get their wheels turning and get them thinking. Um, and it, and that might be enough to give you more peace just so that that other person doesn't um, continue to think a certain way about you that you, that you don't think about yourself or that's not true. Um, that they can maybe have more insight into who you are without you seeming to come off so pushy. So I don't know. I was trying to give you some practical ways of doing this by just um, putting it in a question form for some people. Like, really, why do you think that way? Or um, maybe, like I said, kind of even accepting like gifts from people that you really like for me, that's something that I don't want a lot of clutter in my house, but thank you very much for thinking of me. And then, you know, quietly setting it to the side or regifting or discarding or, you know, thinking of somebody else that it may serve. That's kind of how I look at things these days is, is this serving me? Is this thought process serving me? Um, is this attitude serving me? Is my schedule serving me? Like thinking of it in a way that is um, a little bit more, in a positive way, how I can recreate and I guess thrive instead of just getting by, like accepting things for how they are. Like, oh, this person's always going to get me stuff and I've always got to keep it. Well, no, nobody said that. So just trying to find these limiting beliefs and trying to accept them for what they are or accept the limiting belief in a way that you can restructure it into an affirmation. And maybe we'll talk about this or, or kind of do like a Facebook live or something where you guys can interact a little bit more. Um, because I don't know if you guys have ever looked much into that with limiting beliefs and affirmations, but um, we need to confront those things too, right? Because limiting beliefs are lies that we need to change into truths. So let me share with you a few scripture verses that may encourage you in this and, and make you bold. The first one is, the Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Psalm 27, 1. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Joshua 1, 9. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. 2 Timothy 1, 7. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Hebrews 13, 5 and 6. And finally, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4, 13. I hope that this made sense to you. I really would love to hear what you think about it. Sometimes it's just nice to know that, you know, to hear little 
like messages from you guys saying, you know, man, that really spoke to me, or I didn't know what you're talking about with this. Could you give me a little more detail? I'd love to be a lot less confusing and a little more straightforward, but my mind goes in so many directions all the time. So I hope that you got something out of this and I would love to know in what way you are going to change the direction, change the uh, thought process behind a confrontational moment or being confrontational. And that way you can start to grow in standing for what you believe in so that you can know what you're standing in and, and walking in that instead of letting other people define that for you. So let me pray for you as we end this episode. I know that you guys have a ton going on. I love that you listen to the podcast. I love that you let it speak to you. And if you would share it with a friend, I would so much appreciate that. I just feel like there's so much that needs to be sent out in this world that's positive and uplifting and encouraging each other. So invite friends to the podcast community group. Um, it's at on Facebook. You can search the Good News Mama podcast community. And please just join us in there. Share your thoughts. Um post your questions, reach out for a prayer request, things like that. Just let it be like a virtual group of women that are supporting each other. Um, you don't even have to say specifically for what. You can just say a silent prayer request, things like that. But just know that we're in your corner. Know that I love you guys and know that I want you guys to be making massive shifts in your thought process, in your life that that really do serve you and serve God well that'll impact your family, your world, and generations to come. So let's pray. God, thank you so much for this mama listening to this message right now and this time for this season that you've called them to. Lord, some mamas are walking in um, a state of confusion and chaos, a state of anxiety. They're in overwhelm. They're, they're not living in joy and in abundance. They're letting the situation around us. They're letting the, the physical climate with the pandemic and the political climate with the election and the work status and the home life and all the things that can bog us down sometimes and, and detract us, deter us from the truth. They're letting those things kind of take the forefront. And I just pray that you would just help us to put that in perspective. I pray that you would show us your goodness, that you would remind us that with a heart of gratitude, we can see you more clearly and we can ask you to um, to call us to the place that we need to stand, that if we need to be com confrontational, if we need to, to call out um, things for what they are so that we can thrive and we can live in a sense of peace and wellness with you and in your values and in who you are and who you've called us to be, that you would give us that strength and that hope and um, place the people in our lives that can do that. God, I pray that uh, we would support each other in the podcast community group. We'd pray for each other. I pray that um, you would just allow this message and my heart right now to be a blessing to somebody else. I pray that it wouldn't just stop as good to know information, but that it would just be planted deep down in our spirits and that it would grow, that we would feel better, we would feel brighter, we would feel more determined and focused because of the truth that you've given us and the direction you've called us to just from this message. So thank you, God, for hearing us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for Jesus. Um, we just give it all to you now and, and give you the glory and the praise and ask that you bring us back safely together next week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Good News Mama. If you did, please leave me a review on iTunes. A five-star review is best. And hit subscribe. Share with your friends on Instagram and Facebook. Please email me at lynn 
at goodnewsmama.com. You know I love questions. I love feedback. I want to know what you want to know. We're going to talk about what means something to you. So let's hear it. Follow me on Instagram at goodnewsmamas. That's mamas with an S. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Keep your head up. Keep your heart humble. And share that good news.